to the knowledge of the truth. I shouldn't have parked next to train tracks. <laughs> hey, yeah, welcome to Never Forget the Bloods Worldwide Bloodcast. I'm Brother Barry, and we're here on YouTube bringing you freedom from religious bondage by reminding you of the simple gospel. The simple gospel. Friends, the simple gospel, you will be freed from so much oppression and depression and bondage and uh, slavery, all kinds of things, just from the gospel, okay? Slavery from to the enemy, slavery to man, slavery to the flesh, slavery to the flesh, the world, and the devil by reminding yourselves of the simple gospel. Martin Luther was asked one time by a parishioner, why do you preach the gospel every week? You know, we need to go on to some deeper stuff. He said, well, it's because you forget it every <laughs> every week. You forget it by Saturday. So that's why I preach it every Sunday. And, you know, so friends, that's, that's very true. We need to, we so often get just bombarded with just so many lies of the enemy. We got to constantly be, you know, in the word and, you know, not only just reading, you know, clips of scripture, but digging into the word and finding Christ in the word and, and praying while we're reading the word, you know, Jesus is the living word. He was in the beginning with God. He was God and he became flesh and dwelt among us in the beginning was the word. And nothing that was made was made without him. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I'm doing this video uh, kind of remote, you know, not in the studio. Uh, just trying to, you know, keep keep some content coming out to you. So this is all pretty much like the only time I had to record this. Well, this installment uh, is the second in a series on uh, dealing with your sin, uprooting the sin in your life. The great Puritan author John Owen is famously quoted for saying, you've got to be killing sin or else sin will be killing you. Friends, there is a sin that leads to death. That is unbelief. And it's forgetting the simple gospel. I mean, you know, there's a million things we can say about that. Uh, but yes, you know, if you are not killing sin in your life, it will be killing you. And we're, we're, we're going to talk about that today. And so if you're ready for that, let's hop into it. Do you find yourself often facing conflict and damage in your relationships? Are you confused about whether you are a victim of others or if you yourself are to blame for these problems? Well, I want you to know that you're not alone. You know, in this video, I'm going to be addressing these issues and show you the way of escape from this bondage into freedom with some wisdom from God's word. And I'm so glad you're here. And, you know, I hope this video will be a blessing to you. If so, uh, let me know in the comments below or, or just simply hit that thumbs up button. So what is the root of the problems 
you happen to see occurring again and again as you go through this life. You know, we often find ourselves in, in cycling patterns of outward sins and hurts because we have deeper issues of lust that are being ignored in our hearts. You've read Peter's words about the, the dog returning to his vomit and, and you get scared because you know that that's about you. And you read Hebrews chapter 6 and 10 and, uh, you know, about sinning again after coming to the knowledge of the truth. And you can't seem to break free from these cycles. And so you wonder, like, am I even saved? My friends, I'm here to tell you that there is good news for you today. You can be healed and cured. But you'll have to check into the Lord's operating room first and trust him as the master surgeon of your soul and not smack the scalpel out of his hand as he performs his work on you, okay? Uh, because, see, you got to understand the outward sins of the flesh are only the fruits of the tree of sin, which is rooted in your heart by unbelief and doubt of God. And the cure of unbelief is faith and trust in Jesus. Before you start dealing with correcting your behavior, which is the fruit of the tree, you need to let God deal with your heart, which is the root of that sin. The wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. Do you, do you listen to that? The wages of sin is death. That means sin is a master. That Behold, sin is crouching at the, at the door and its desire is to have you, but you must master it, Cain. All right, friends, I'm telling you, you cannot do it. It has to be God, okay? You Like Jesus didn't hang, he laid down his life, but he didn't hang himself on the cross. Okay, it's uh, uh, like this is the, I mean, yes, he's hypostatic union. That's not what I'm, I'm, okay, a lot to get into on that. If you're confused about what I say right there, drop it in the comments. Hopefully I can clarify. Okay, that you did not born yourself again, right? God birthed you by his spirit and caused you to have faith in him. He, he opened your eyes by the Holy Spirit. And brought you near unto him. Paul says, he separated me from my mother's womb. Having predestined us, he, he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and blameless in him. Holy and blameless. Friends, if you're not holy and blameless, if you're not pursuing after that. Oh, you, you really got to take a look at your heart. You really got to take a look at things. And see if you're even in Jesus. Oh, friends, friends, the wages of sin is death. The wages. That means you're working for wages, but the free gift of God is eternal life. It's a free gift. Oh, you don't do anything, but you, you can't, because the more you do, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. So sometimes there is a sense when the harder you're working, the more glory you're taking away from God. But friends, it, you the wages of sin is death. The free gift of God is eternal life. But we are told 
if we are not by the Spirit mortifying the deeds of the flesh, if we are not killing our sin by the power of the Holy Spirit through grace, we've got a major problem. If you are not killing your sin, your sin will be killing you and everyone around you. As John, the cousin of Jesus, declared, the axe must be laid to the root. You know, my next door neighbor has a maple tree on his side of the fence, and it, it, it causes problems in my house. My neighbor has a tree that causes problems in my house. Every October, I got to clean the leaves up in my yard and, you know, out of my gutters and, and, you know, my gutters get clogged up and, you know, I have to pick up dead branches that fall, uh, you know, from the tree into my yard. Um, you know, that part's actually a little bit of a blessing because it's, you know, it's just more for the fire pit, you know, uh, free supply. <laughs> um, you know, however, but because of the, the roots of that tree that have crept into my sewer lines and ca caused clogs and that caused a backup issues, I'm saying my house gets flooded with crap because of something that my neighbor has. I'm saying I'm not upset with my neighbor. I'm just using this as an analogy, okay? Um, it just happens. But the sin in your life, friends, sometimes my house gets flooded with crap because of something at my neighbor's house. And the same way it is with the sin in your life. The sin that you have not crucified in yourself will cause crap to happen in the lives of others. Okay? <laughs> you know, now my, my neighbor cut this, uh, cut his tree down, uh, you know, a couple years ago, but the stump remains. The tree is dead and it will not bear any fruit again. However, the roots are still growing and will continue to cause problems in my sewer lines for like the next 10 years, they say. You know, unless, of course, I you know, I dig it up and re replace the terracotta with PVC and, you know, and all that. But, but, you know, that's not the point I'm making. John, the cousin of Jesus, gave us the picture of the axe being laid to the root. You have to not just cut off the branch. You, you don't cut off the branches. It's not going to do any benefit to just cut off the branches of the tree of sin. Okay. You have to lay the axe to the root. And that root, in all its intents and purposes, is unbelief. It's the refusal to believe God. That's why Jesus said, it is the work of God that you believe. The refusal to believe what God has said about himself and about you is the root of sin. Either the refusal or the failure. And th this was the, the temptation in the garden, wasn't it? When the serpent deceived Eve causing her to doubt God? Has God really said not to eat of this fruit? Friend, God is not a liar, okay? You can take him at his word. And what he says about you in your natural state and what he says about you in your supernatural state. Do you understand? When he says that all liars will burn in the lake of fire, you need to believe that. When he says that all adulterers and all sorcerers, everyone who loves and makes a lie, have no part in the kingdom outside of the dogs, all idolaters, 
Friends, if yes, you believe that. With the, you know, the, the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? You've come to believe that. But have you come to believe what he says about you in your supernatural state? That you are Hepzibah, that you are accepted in the beloved, that he rejoices over you with singing. Oh, friends, you've got to believe that. Or else the axe will the, the root of sin will not be excavated. <laughs> when he says that there are no none good, no not one, and when he says that the soul which sins must die, and when he says that friendship with the world is enmity with him. You need to take him at his word. And when he says, again, all liars will burn in the lake of fire. I might cut this. When he says that, that he will not hold guiltless the one who takes his name in vain. When he says no adulterer or idolaters will inherit the kingdom of heaven. When he says, unless you give up all that you have, you cannot be his disciple. You can take him. At his word. Friends, that also means when, G, when he says that Jesus bore our sins in his body and died. And that he justified us rising again the third day. You can take him at his word. When he says that he will never turn away any who come to him. And that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, you can take him at his word. When he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, and that I have made you accepted in the beloved. When he says to you, you are a king and a priest, a member of a living stone being built together. When he says that, you, that he rejoices over you with singing, and that if he gave up his own son for us, how much more freely shall he not give us all things? Oh, friends, when he says these things, you can take him at his word. But you may say, yeah, you know, that, but all that's only true if we continue in the faith. Yeah, that's true. But I also say unto you, if you, that, friends, you have no reason to not continue in the faith. You have every reason to believe God and not doubt him at all. He is faithful by nature. A leopard cannot change his spots. No one can change their own nature. God is eternally God. He always has been faithful. He is faithful today, and he will always be faithful. Your failure will not change his faithfulness. Your shortcoming will not never, your shortcoming will never change his nature. The scripture says that he has quickened us. A man cannot enter his mother's womb and be born again. But God has given us a new nature. That our old man died with Christ in the spirit. And anyone in Christ is a new creature. If you have come to believe on Jesus, you are a new person. You have a new nature. The God, the creator, is the only one who can do that. God is the one with the regenerative power. You cannot make yourself born again, but God has birthed you in his spirit. So now, therefore, you are no longer children of wrath, but you can rejoice because you are children of promise. You can run around in circles 
hallelujah, and roll on the floor laughing because there remains no anger of God towards you because Jesus took every last drop of that anger on him, on your behalf. God is angry with the wicked every day, but as born again, adopted children of God, you are not appointed to wrath but you are recipients of his love and mercy and grace. He cherishes you and he treasures you. He calls you Hepzibah, beloved, accepted, adored, treasured. So believe him when he says that he will sanctify you and discipline you toward godliness and that all things are working together for your good and for his glory. Do not be that back-talking clay in the hands of the potter. When he mashes you, he does it to make you a more beautiful vessel. When he throws you into the fire, although the heat may be intense, the flame shall not by any means harm thee. The flame shall not by any means harm thee. I only design thy dross to consume and thy gold to refine. I will be with thee thy troubles to bless and to sanctify to thee thy deepest distress. That soul that on Jesus has leaned for repose, I will not, no, will not desert to his foes. That soul, though all hell should endeavor to shake, I'll never, no, never, no, never forsake. The greatest thing I want to see you blessed with today, watching this video, listening to this, is the assurance that you can trust God no matter what your circumstances feel like or look like. Know that you are His and that He is for you and that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He is your victorious warrior. You may be a scared little Israelite hiding in your tent, cowering at the uncircumcised Philistine giant coming to threaten and enslave you. But... Jesus is the better David, the good shepherd who will rise to slice off that enemy's head with his own sword. And as the anointed warrior king, he shall cause you to reign with him as you continue in the faith, in an honest and intimate relationship with him. Friends, thank you again for joining me in this episode of the Worldwide Bloodcast. If you want to get more encouragement for your faith, click on one of these videos that are about to pop up on your screen for more. Give this, uh, just give a like down below if this blessed you. Uh, you know, let me know about that in the comments. Uh, just until next time, friends, see to it that no man steal thy crown and never forget the blood. <laughs>